Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast with me, your host, Ev. So today we're going to be talking about some equipment investments because I realize that not everyone lives in a music city where the venues provide equipment for you. (laughs) Um, When I got to Nashville, I brought all my equipment and put it in storage and started going to writer's rounds and I was like, wait, I don't have to lug around my equipment. They have it here. All I have to bring is my voice. That's crazy. So that is a special case. And I'm not necessarily talking to the people that live in Nashville or LA or maybe even New York City. Um, I'm talking to the people who want to do this on their own, who want to gig solo. And equipment is like really, really intimidating to them. They're like, I don't even know where to begin. This is going to be a lot of money. Like, what do I do? How do I do this without breaking my bank? So I'm going to tell you guys how I did it where I was 14 and telling my parents, I want to do this. And they were like, LOL, okay, do you have money? (laughs) So I'm going to let you guys know what I used, how I did it, where I got it all from. And um, hopefully you guys can learn something and pass it on to someone who might also be thinking about gigging and things like that. So I'm going to shut up and get right into it. (laughs) So the first thing I want to say before I list off the items is remember that this is an investment. It's not a huge one yet and it'll change and evolve and things like that, but this is an investment. So make sure that you're serious about gigging. Um, I've met people that insist and insist and insist that they want to start gigging on their own and they like buy some equipment and then they never do it like why why bother let's make sure this is you know for sure thing and consider the investment as like a a signed contract like okay once I get this equipment I'm definitely doing it like holding myself accountable I need to do it now so when I started when I was 14 going around to little places in my town, I had a few things. There weren't a lot, but I had your basics. I had a mic. I had my guitar. I had a mic cable. I had a quarter inch cable. I had a speaker, like an eight foot speaker, a mixing board and a mic stand. Okay. Sounds like a lot, but like at the end of the day, that's what you need. You you can't really function with any less than that. With that said, I'm going to let you guys know what I started off with and I'm going to put a link in the show notes where you guys can literally get exactly what I got on Amazon. First of all, I had a dynamic microphone. If I were you, I would literally have two just in case anything could happen. Technology stuff is so annoying and I will share some funny tech stories later. So stick around. But um, a Shure SM58 mic will do just fine. If you want to get two just for a backup, that would be fabulous. Um, they go for 100 but you can get like a quote unquote used one for 50 And like more often than not, than not, they're like in fine condition and they'll do, you know. You need like a $15 mic cable. Make sure you're getting the right mic cable for your microphone, okay? Because the amount of times that I have not and shown up to a gig and it's not correct. Anyway, we'll get to those stories later. Okay. Next, you need a quarter inch cable. Something different than a mic cable. It's got two quarter inch ends, okay? And you need this to be able to plug in the mixing board to the speaker. 
Okay. And then you need your speaker or speakers. Um, these are going to be like some pretty big speakers that are on like an eight foot, what is it called? Stand. Um, I only had one and it worked just fine. But when I was like at outdoor venues or let's say like a festival or something, you're going to need like two so that, you know, you get like a full round sound. For both speakers, you're going to be spending $135-ish. And that's like inexpensive. So that was like the cheapest I could find for like some decent speakers. Also for the quarter inch cable, it's going to be like $30. So you see how quickly this stuff like kind of adds up and you're like, oh my God. Mm. Okay, moving on. You need a multi-channel mixing board. If you're accompanying yourself with a guitar or whatever, you're going to need to have a multi-channel mixing board because you're going to plug in your mic and you're going to plug in your guitar and your speaker at some point. Um, so like for a decent mixing board, it's going to be like $65 and up. And I will link the one that I got in the link in the show notes. And then lastly, you're going to need a $10 mic stand. Okay. That's not going to be a lot. You're fine. But I have broken those before. <laughs> I have broken those before just in a simple car ride to a gig. So like if you are more prepared than I am, you'll get two equipment can really be tough because you're ready you have your voice you have your guitar you know all your stuff and then like something doesn't pull through like the mixing board breaks or the mic stand breaks or like we'll talk about it later but it's it gets frustrating so my advice is to be over prepared rather than under because the amount of times I had to go into my huge gig bag and get like an extra mic or get an extra mic clip or anything because things just break so easily. I was so thankful that I had it, you know? That's the other thing that I recommend is a gig bag. I had like a huge black duffel bag with like tape on it that had my name on it. Um, and I had extra cords of all kinds. I had an extra mic in like a case. Guys, gotta be safe with your mics, okay? I had extra capos, extra picks, extra strings. Oh my guys, we'll get into it. I had extras of everything in there. Okay. I had water bottles. I literally had everything under the sun. I had a little mini iPad that I brought around. Normally I just looked at my phone for like cords and stuff, but I brought my iPad in case like my phone died or like it wasn't loading or something. It's, you have to be overprepared because once you're out and you're alone, like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do if your mic stand breaks? You're going to hold your mic or like, I don't know. There's just different things that you're like, shit, you know, like, how do I fix this? So, you know, in total, you're spending around $300, $400 on equipment. And I know it sounds like a lot for someone who's, I mean, when I was 14, I was like, excuse me, I don't have that kind of money. But if you're charging what I charged and getting decent amount of tips every night, it'll pay off within the first few gigs. Like it's really not a big deal. Um, and it's, it's worth it. You need that equipment. You need to provide like a good performance for your audience. If you're sitting in the corner with a guitar and nothing else and people can't hear you, there's no point in you being there. There's literally no point. Here's the fun part. I'm going to talk about the gig fails that I've had over the years. Um, not all of them because that would take me another three hours. Um, but I will tell the ones that are kind of related to technology and uh, just 
it's just a bad memory. It's like those moments are the ones that you think about at night and you're like tossing and turning and you're like, oh my God, that was so embarrassing. You're just like thinking about it for no reason. Meanwhile, it was like five years ago, you know? Anyway, so the first one, (laughs) the first one actually is not technology related, but it's funny. So (laughs) I can't say this with a straight face. So for my first gig, my first gig ever, it was on like a Friday and I had school during the day. And I remember going into English class and like being like extra quiet. And my friends were like, what's the matter? And I was like, I have a gig tonight. And they were like, okay. And they were like, so, like, so what? And I was like, I'm on vocal rest. (laughs) And then (laughs) then I told, (laughs) I'm sorry. It's just so pathetic. And then I told my friend to tell the teacher that I was on vocal rest so that if he like called on me, she would say it. So of course, I'm pretty sure my teacher like caught on to the fact that I was being sketches all hell and (laughs) still unsure if I want to curse on this podcast. Anyway, um, my teacher calls on me to answer a question and I just look at my friend Chloe and she like looks at me and she's like, Jesus. And she like looks at him. She's like, Oh, she like can't talk cause she's on vocal rest. Cause she like has a gig tonight. And I just like looked at him and smiled and he was like, okay. <laughs> I'm such a dard. I'm just so annoying. I'm really so annoying. And I just thought I was so cool for being on vocal rest all day. I thought I was going to lose my voice over a 12 song set list at Cafe Mozart in Mamarnak. Like, <laughs> so, okay. That was the first one. And the second one. Um, there were just a few like technological things. One time I was at a gig and it was like pretty late in my gig career. Like we're like three years in like my junior year of high school. So now I like have the hang of this stuff and I'm starting to sound check with my dad and my guitar is not playing through the speaker. Like the speaker's on, the mixing board's on, everything's on. And I just, it's not going. So my dad comes over. He's like, well, what the hell's wrong with it? I'm like, I, dad, it's a guitar. I don't understand how it could not work. Whatever. We find out eventually. We call. Here's what we did. We called the local music center and we had one of the guys come to the gig and like look at my guitar. Turns out if you have an acoustic electric guitar, you need to put batteries in your guitar. I don't know, guys. I don't know. So <laughs> so he just came with the batteries and like fixed it and I was all set. Um, one time I think I was playing, oh, well this happened like 18 times, but my guitar strap like popped off in the middle of a song. So like all of a sudden I'm like singing and then it just stopped and everyone looked and like my guitar's on the ground because (laughs) the strap popped. (laughs) Strings have popped before and you got to know what to do. I don't know. Thank God I had friends who could restring guitars. Oh my God, please know how to do that because it like, what the hell are you going to do now? Or bring an extra guitar. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I mean, from forgetting lyrics to the strap popping off your guitar to a guitar being out of tune. I mean, there were so many times that my speaker wasn't working and, like, I just had to make do or we had to spend an extra half hour, like, trial and erroring. <laughs> but anyway, the point of the story is be overprepared at your gigs. Um, get some good equipment that is durable and recommended by people. Um, 
really know your equipment inside and out so that you can kind of fix your problems when you're at the gig because if you can't like that's really not good and it would make me really really nervous um also if you can have someone helping you with sound check because how are you supposed to sound check on your own you know and I think those are all my tips as far as like equipment and technology stuff go so I hope you guys learned something from this podcast um I will like I said I will link all the equipment that I used in the show notes or you could dm me on instagram at av.music ave.music and I will send you the Amazon links that I got my stuff at. And if you guys have any more questions about equipment or, you know, music technology, just hit me up and I will be happy to answer your questions. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope this was somewhat entertaining and I will see you in the next episode. Mm-hmm.